Welcome back into the uh, Talk and Chatter Experience, powered by Gasoline Alley, Harley Davidson. Today's show is a little bit of a different sort of uh, show to what we normally do for our normal listeners. Today I'm sitting down with uh, Troy Gunther and Tristan Burko from the Motorcycle Sportsman of Queensland. And we're going to discuss basically road racing in Queensland via the Motorcycle Sportsman. It's part of a uh, four-part series that we'll be doing throughout the year. So I hope you enjoy it and uh, get to meet some of the different characters throughout the year that are involved in road racing in Queensland. You're going to have to start, Cole. With the, the Southern Down sit-down? Yeah. yeah, mate. So it's basically your time to shine. Right. And that's what you've got to start with. So. I'm here. I'm here and I'm ready. Yeah. Fire. Welcome to the Southern Down sit-down. Whoosh. Not bad at all. Straight up. Yeah. yeah, welcome. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was good. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. Another valued partner. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, well club done. keeps producing winners. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. If I can't win on a bike, I may as well try and do something. Well. <laughs> yeah. That was equivalent to yeah. sub sixteen yeah. for sure. Yeah. Seriously, a motorcyclist that can talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. We've got a few of them in here this time. Oh, these past few times, so yeah. been pretty lucky. Yeah, going well. Mm. Going well. What's happening? We just finished the uh, round uh, last weekend, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, let's catch up. What are we going to talk about for this round? What's on the menu? Uh, on the menu, we've got uh, lucky enough to have Kyle Ma here, yep. who uh, is pretty gosh darn quick in the F1 class yep. uh, and also a coach. So hear from him and what was happening in F1 land because it was a pretty big weekend for you guys. Um, there's some quick folks out and um, yeah, factory teams rolling in. Uh, and then, of course, Troy and I, we've got our mega production 400 championship of the universe. Oh. We had to one-up pre-2K there. <laughs> <laughs> world title. Uh, yeah, world title. Yeah. Universe. Uh, so that was some really good racing. And um, we've got the enduro coming up. We've got lots to touch on. For sure. With all these cuisineers trying to go to space, you guys have got to definitely bid the universe, haven't you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> not to. Do we start at F1? Actually, we'll start with an introduction. Kyle, let's t- tell us a little bit about yourself. We know, we obviously know Troy and uh, Tristan now. Cool. So uh, tell us a bit about yourself, mate. Uh, so I started riding maybe 12 years ago or so. I was a bit late to it. Um, and then after a few years of riding on the road, some friends introduced me to the track. It was actually um, Stephanie Redmond from Coach 49. She yep. was working at Yamaha and I put some new tyres on my bike and she said to me, oh, you know, take it easy coming out of the de- Yamaha dealership. And I thought, oh, I'd better show off a bit. And so I gassed it at and rang on Lawrence Drive there and put it into the driveway on the other side of the road. Oh, <laughs> so I uh, just sent it. Yeah, she, she come and picked me up off the floor and dusted me off and gave me a number to say, maybe you need to learn a thing or two. Oh, no. Um, yeah, and then she, she dragged me along to my first track day at Queensland Raceway and I was hooked. So since then, it's just been fantastic. I moved around a bit with work and headed down to, to Canberra. So I kind of cut my teeth down at Wakefield Park and yep. Sydney Motorsport Park, did a few of the St. George rounds and uh, headed down to Victoria to Broadford to, to race in the bracket racing with the Preston Motorcycle Club, Cool, which was unreal. And then about four years ago, I decided to make the move back to Queensland to, uh, to be a bit closer to my parents and uh, just lucked into meeting Mitch Painter and Oscar Davidson from Motorcycle Sportsman of Queensland at a, a track day. And they talked me into coming and having a crack at Formula One. They, they completely neglected to mention there was a club racer and a Formula 1 club. <laughs> <laughs> they threw me straight in the deep end, and it's, it's been a lot ever since. Um, They're just two absolutely... really quick riders as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a definite deep end. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. It's, um, it's pretty cool to see, like, that journey, though. Like, I mean, now you're doing a lot of coaching, and you're quite valued within the AIT and the club itself. Um, 
And yeah, I even remember like Kyle going out, and it's pretty cool because he's not afraid to, to send it. Like I remember with the oil, we had a. Um, and I'm not. I'm not really going to. I'm not, no, I didn't mention it all last it's episode. It's back to I, the I, oil. I didn't mention it all last episode. And but like Kyle was the first one out there to test it for all of us, so it's it's pretty yeah. cool to see like that how much everyone like puts a like some trust into his, yeah. his feedback, um, oil or not. Like it's um yeah, it's great yeah. having. No, that was awesome. I remember you coming back in. And you went flying past, and everyone was like, how is it? Like, yeah, it's a bit slippery. <laughs> you were hooking. Yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. Um, I actually defaulted that because they come and asked Brock Pearson and said, can you go and do a lap? And Brock said, I'm on the factory Honda, so it's probably not the smartest idea, which I think is a great decision. Mm. Yeah. And stupidly, I stuck my hand up and said, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. And they went, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I came around after the first lap. And as I was coming up onto the straight, Paul Dawson was hanging off the wall, giving me the thumbs up. And I thought, I'd better slow down here and give him a wave and say, yeah, it's not too bad. But then I saw about 100 people on pit lane and I thought, nah. <laughs> so I just, yeah, went past as hard as I could and I, yeah. I had the back wheel in the air into turn one. and Open taps. That's it. Yeah, and yeah. then when no one could see me anymore, I backed off and was arrested. <laughs> I was like, better not crash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of Paul, though, and doing siding laps for the track, I remember, I think it was 2016, he, um, he asked me to go on the car with him because it was quite torrential rain that day. And he was like, oh, just let's, because I didn't want to be that person responsible for cancelling. I think the juniors may have had like a national championship round there at the time. So I was like, I didn't really want to have to make that that call. And then I remember I was in the passenger seat with him and I think it was either turn two or turn six. I don't think we completely spun, but I remember like Paul's properly getting his car sideways. I'm like, yeah, all right, aqua planning. <laughs> He's not Paul afraid that was so either. How could you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he only says no wheelie stoppies or burnouts. He doesn't huh. say anything about drifting the track. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's, that's a very good point. Yeah. This is a very good point. Paul's, Paul's drift championship. Yeah, yeah. He can't get his uh, supermoto fix at the moment, so drifting. <laughs> Very old, beaten up Commodores it is. Yeah, It's got a wing though, so... Oh, good point. Downforce. Downforce. Downforce are plenty. I don't remember it having a wing back then, so maybe that was what encouraged him to to make that uh, aerodynamics upgrade, perhaps. I don't know. And Paul's a smart cookie. No doubt he's probably looked into that and thought, yeah, better do some aerodynamics for that. Oh, for sure, yeah. 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 El Presidente. El Presidente. Very, very good. That dealership story, pretty common theme. Yeah, it happens all the time. I bet you feel pretty bad at the time, though. Well, I feel like you're just trying to make me feel better now, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> I am a good guy, but no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. It was, yeah, it was, um, it was a learning experience for sure. Yeah. It was, uh, I think I was on my second year riding and I just bought an R1 and thought I yep. was a champion and, yeah, clearly I wasn't. <laughs> wow. How was the round? Let's, let's get into the round. How was... Uh, we'll start with Troy. We'll start with Troy this time. How was yours, mate? Oh, it was sick. Like, it was proper battle royale in our class with the production mm. 400, like I think... There was seven of us that ended up on the podium at some point over the weekend, which just shows how like tight that yeah. racing was. And I was having a blast. Like um, Tristan and I had a good battle in the first race, and I remember I put it in a race report. Like he got me off the start, and I was thinking as we're dragging into turn one, I was like, "Damn, like why did I help him learn how to start?" And he rode very well. Like he, I, I could not really find a way around him. It stuck in that race. And then um, yeah, the other races, there was at least four or five of us all battling it out. Yep, for the position, and I had so much fun. Like it's um, look at yeah. that smile. It was yeah, yeah, I'm it talking all. about it, and then just from a whole like it was great to see great numbers again across a lot of the classes. Like we mm. mentioned in the superbikes, I mean there was like factory factory teams that had yeah. rocked up, and it, yeah, and just the whole I feel like that, and uh, the whole level of all of the, the classes is really just continuing to rise. Yeah, hundred percent. Really cool. uh, we'll keep yeah, we'll finish off the round shortly, but it mm. it feels like the clubs 
growing, which I love. Uh, like every class is swelling in numbers, as Troy was saying, and yeah, the depth of the the racing, the quality of the racing is is increasing as well. Like through every class, like the people's times are dropping, and the experience is yeah, just that depth of field is really it's getting there. Yeah, it's definitely, awesome. isn't it? You know, yeah. as a, the club is very healthy at the moment. It's good. It's like it's. A lot of hard work by a lot of people, obviously, sort of flourishing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It mm. is. It's great to see. I think the uh, the work that the team put in for the behind-the-scenes stuff as well. Mm. So Elliot Wilden and Ben Lowe, who are doing the trophy sponsorships. Elliot's obviously doing the trophy sponsorship, and Ben's come on board to bring SB Tools along and sponsor Sporties mm. with um, some great deals and prizes at each round. I think yep. having them involved and build that community of come along to the trophy presentation and there being yep. a lot of banter and fun, I think it's... Um, it's a great thing. So it's not just about the riding on the track. There's a lot of community off the track. For sure. Which uh, I feel lacks in a couple of other perhaps um, clubs around the country. Mm. And it's not that, you know, it, it has to be part of it, but it definitely makes it feel much more like a community. Yeah, and it's quite often a thankless task. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, Elliot and Ben, that's that's awesome. And to have a partner like um, uh, SP Tools to bring along as well, socially, like event-wise, they're... they're at a lot of events and actively supporting events. So if you can bring them into the fold as well, the amazing reach that they get through their, their other channels will only bring more people in as well. So as a marketing thing, it's fantastic to have them both ways, you know? So yeah, yeah. cool to have them on board, eh? Yeah, definitely. definitely. So how's yours? Uh, yeah, it was great. Um, as Troy mentioned, we had some great battles. Um, got my best result yet which was nice i got a second in the 400 class which was soon taken off me because i jump started so uh but i finished there yeah just had that little creep that little creep um moving forward i didn't notice but they did so uh yep uh well picked up and uh so yeah it was great fun um i learned a lot that weekend uh i'd sort of last year i was a long way a lot further back in the pack uh so it's all a new experience being up towards the front uh, at the moment. Um, so learning to, I put a lot of pressure on myself for the in the 400 class to um, perform in the last couple and had a a gear malfunction with uh, jumping between the sidecars and the solos. You rip your knee sliders off after each race and it wears out the Velcro. Uh, and so I was leading a train behind... Um, uh, Tom and Glenn, who uh, hats off to those two, by the way. They're a class above at the moment. Well done to Glenn. He absolutely uh, blitzed mm. uh, this year. Uh, yeah, multiple championships and uh, very good riding. And Tom was on fire. But, uh, yeah, my knee slider, I felt it dangling off as we're going around the back. So went eight, started feeling it through nine, could feel it hanging off. And everyone is sitting on each other's tails and all I thought was I'm going to cause a crash I'm going to cause a crash and it's on my right hand side so I'm trying to get across to it couldn't get to it finally it held on till we got on the straight and I reached down trying to keep a tuck and got it back on and my brain just wasn't at turn one and I uh, went through everything right but instead of tipped in braked did all the same things and kept like everyone behind us but then I just looked at the ripple strip like on the other side, I didn't look at the corner. I just like stared and <laughs> yeah, my brain didn't catch up. So I made a very silly mistake and um, basically I'd call it, yeah, choked a bit on the, um, on the, in the last couple of races, which is, yeah, lesson learned. If I can walk away and be a bit stronger from it mentally, 
next mm. year or whenever I race next and, um, yeah, see how we go. But it was good fun. It was interesting talking to you. I spoke to you through the week and that was the thing that you did take away from it, hey? It was just a mistake that you knew, like, while you were doing it. Yes. Know, just the vision. You just I just, yeah, I tipped in everything correctly and then I just, everyone knows you look where you go. Yep. And I haven't done anything but look at where I wanted to go for the whole season and then I just, when it mattered, I was like, oh, it's a, oh, <laughs> gravel trap. So, yeah, was, yeah, it was long story short. Um, I'm very happy with my weekend. Yep. I've, I've taken away so much from this year's riding and having Troy as a partner and um, trying to absorb, be a bit of a knowledge sponge and take away from his experience. And um, so, yeah, it was a good fun battle. Uh, I knew I needed a second in the final race to uh get second in the Queensland champs and uh, so I tried to dive bomb <laughs> everyone into turn four. No, no lack of points for effort. I'll give him that. It was huge. It was committed. Yeah. It was, I was thinking about Sol coming in hot like, when I see him because he's taken about three of us and he did the mature thing. Like yep. he, he did actually end up like he didn't like fully commit to the corner by the time he got to the apex. Yeah, which purposely good. ran off. Um, I was like, oh, I failed this. But yeah, no, it was, oh, I remember seeing this big black fluoride green blur and I'm like, Oh, he's committed here. He's committed here. And I was just like... I nearly fell out the balcony of the commentary. Oh, man. That's a, that's a deep dive. I'd love to see an onboard. Like, I don't know yeah. if, if Swain or someone would have had an onboard oh, camera yeah. like that. I wonder if he does. Because, um, yeah, that, that, like, it, was a, it was a good life. It was a good dive. And that's what I mean about that decision-making and the experience is I know I can't dive bomb these kids. Mm. Like, I cannot break hard. I weigh 20 kilos more and I just plow through. Like, so I'd never try to take them under brakes because mm. it just doesn't work. But I was like, this time I can get three of them. Like, what? <laughs> we're all pretty hungry in that last race too, so we were going in that bit, that bit deeper. Great race. Yeah. Mm, that race was – well, actually, all the races were fantastic. That was – yeah. Because you tapped on the back too. You had to come back from a bit in that one. Yeah, I think I gained a few seconds yeah. on yeah. the pack. I was – yeah. yeah, the mist had descended. Yeah, <laughs> so we got some good laps in tacking back on. Yeah, anyway, it, it was. I had fun. I learned a lot and stoked with the year's results. Um, and uh, yeah, hats off to everyone who rode in that championship. Uh, the kids are just so fast, and watching them develop and get quicker. Yeah, everyone was. It was a really fun pack to ride with. Everyone was. Um, <laughs> Uh, like there was no bad everyone was uh, the sportsmanship was great the camaraderie was great um, watching how they look up to Troy and like it's just fun it was a really really fun year so thanks to everyone involved it's awesome mate yep the rate the racing well done to obviously everyone in that class that was that was cool to watch you know it was good fun good yeah. pace Oh, Sp- spin it up mate you know oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no very good Kyle what did you think of the weekend yeah, I had a sensational weekend. I yep. think um, I'm very, very lucky to, to get to coach with advanced rider training on the Thursday. Yep. And then we kind of continue that role on the Friday by being the roving marshals and still doing a little bit of coaching work with people who are interested. Um, so we get to have a lot of bike time. Um, I think the coaching on the Thursdays are probably my favorite part of the weekend. It's, you know, we get to go out there and have a bit of fun on our bike, but watching other people come and, and progress time and then watch them translate the feedback they give to you into they're racing on Saturday and Sunday is probably yeah. the most rewarding thing. Yeah, so, I bet. Yeah, I bet. It's, it's pretty fantastic. 
Um, but I, I got really, really lucky this weekend with uh, getting to feel like a factory rider. So I think the comparison between round one for the Hot Start series, we had seven Formula One superbikes. To yep. to this last round, we had 24 superbikes oh. entered. And <laughs> of those, five were ASBK riders. Yep. Um, so obviously their season being a little bit held back meant they had some more time and resources to come to the local club scene. And uh, whilst it's obviously not great for uh, us mere mortals trying to make points for the championship, it's absolutely fantastic to have them to be part of it because yep. they just bring so much excitement to the class, so much skill. Um, yeah. I guess my last round for round three, I really struggled internally and myself a little bit. Um, and I was a couple of seconds off of where I wanted to be with my pace. So Triple uh, X rated race suspension, who do a bit of work with me, they completely look after our suspension and um, help me as a rider. He offered to put, they've got a new AIM data diagnostic system that they're going to be renting out. So they fitted my bike up with that. Um, and then I had Jules and Chris from Triple X work on the bike. So on the Friday, I'd, I'd come in from marshalling, I'd give my bike to them. Then Mike Jones was coaching me and he took me into the Ducati truck and we sat down with a whiteboard and a pen and paper and just sort of went through what I was doing and where I can improve. So the bike setup was amazing and improved tenfold. Uh, and then Mike drilling into me the things I, I probably knew, but then other things I didn't know and making me go back to basics mm-hmm. was sensational. My times dropped again. So I really felt like I oh, was cool, just man. absolutely spoiled yeah. for the weekend. Cool experience. Yeah, it was unreal. And then that translated into some great, great racing. Um, uh, the last race of the weekend sort of, unfortunately, Brock Pearson on the first flying lap round, he, he had a bit of a tumble at turn one. Luckily he's okay. And they threw the yellow flag out in front of our group and, one of the guys in front of us, Sid, who got an absolutely blinding start, he was in front. And I think um, he braked a little bit harder than normal for the yellow, which is totally expected. But then Ash Edwards had the bike up on the front wheel, like almost vertical, trying not to run into Sid. And I've, I've dodged them around the, the left side coming down the straight. Uh, so I've braked hard yeah. late on the oil. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I just made the decision to run off. So yeah, I, I ran yeah. really deep all the way out to where Brock was because I was like, I'm not going to drop this in the gravel. Yeah, yeah wide. And then wide, turn round. Yeah. And when I come back on the track, I was dead last by, by a fair margin. But it was absolutely sensational. I think the, mm. the most fun racing I've ever done is I once had to start from pit lane. <laughs> because I, I got blocked in trying to get out. Yeah. Um, and then this time here coming onto the back of the pack, whilst you're not racing for points necessarily anymore, just the idea of having that red mist and coming up on people's like a track day, it's so much fun. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, it's amazing what you like can claw back yeah. when yep. you yep. the lights go out. Yeah, it, that's fun. Yeah, that the, fun. Com- the competitor. That, yeah, that really comes out, doesn't it? At that point, yeah, because you don't really have to think um, about tactics. Then you're like, who's? It's not like who's Chase. behind me. Do I need to block a line? You run, you just run quick lines, quick pace, smooth. Yeah, like I'm coming. Mm. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And yeah. that and that look where you get say coming out of six or something where you. It, traditionally, like say, actually, sorry, coming out of four or five, you're looking at the people coming out of six to seven, and you're every like, oh, yeah, I'm a bit closer, I'm a bit closer. Yes. You take that chunk away. I think that's a pretty cool thing as well, yeah. you know. And then pants. And then you're there. Beat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Since we're talking about F1, Ollie Bayless, pretty old, twelve seven. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. New lap record for sporties. Yeah, so, you know, and, and hit it a few times in a row too. So that's um. I just don't know what that even looks like. You know, like that was that was pretty impressive to see, hey? We, on an uh, ART day once, I think maybe even you took us down there, we went down to the inside of turn 
nine, eight, nine oh, yeah. to yep. watch Mike Jones yep. and Ollie and I think Herfoss was out there that day. Yep. And Dave Fuller just said, watch this. And the thing that at that speed, like those bikes like Chris from Triple X and Ben from, you know, the, the Cube guys and Desmo guys, they have that thing set up so well and you know it's a magic carpet. Mm. But at that pace... That bike is doing so much. Like it is, you can yep. see how violent it is, and they're re- they're still a wrestling it. It's just they are riding a bull to 100%. get to that. It's yeah. just like, what are you doing? I think, especially when you draw the comparison between Ollie Bayless and Mike Jones, obviously their times are really, really similar. Very close, yep. But um, you're watching Ollie's got a lot of his dad in him with his riding, and yeah. whereas Mike's quite smooth and controlled in the corners. Yeah. Yep. Ollie looks almost out of shape every corner. Obviously, he's got the talent to have it under control. Yeah. Just his riding style and his aggression is just Super so aggressive. Like Mike doesn't hang off. He does this like... Pendu- Sit up right a bit. Yeah. Me th- and you're like, but the bike's... Uh, Planted. Yeah. This, yeah. Mike's um, got a beautiful style. Oh, it's cool. It's cool it's to watch. Very, very smooth cool. and... Yeah. yeah. And Ollie is so aggressive, you know. Yeah. It was, um, but, you know, that... Sitting up there, watching that commentary, like that... You know that's so fast, like yeah. it's just insane. You know, and it was good to watch some yeah. some good racing, and you know the whole group was good. Like there's little battles between the whole field. Yeah, Formula One, twenty four bikes, man. That's um, at a club level, that's unreal. How did you end up for the year, man? Uh, I think I finished eighth for for sporties in Formula One, which was okay. awesome. Pretty good considering uh, yep. a couple of technical issues. I'm really happy. My goal was top ten, so yep. I'd love to see a, a top five next year. Um, Realistic, I work there. I'll keep chipping away each, each weekend awesome, of my time. Yeah. And, and you've also come back from injury and all sorts. There's, um, yeah, it's been a big year. Yeah, it's been a very big year for you. That's a mad effort for that. That's yeah, well done. You. And you showed a lot of potential. Like, even like I was having a chat to him coming in. Like, mm. I mean, like, even at the hot start at the start of the year, there's still some quick guys you're up against, even if the actual field sizes weren't there. And yeah, what well, pole position a couple of times. Like, you're, you're right up there. Like, it's definitely, like, I think next year, once the whole season gets pieced together, like, I think that's, yeah, definitely be one to watch. And that's, yeah, a, that's a thing. Take take away, um, you know, there's four or five riders at the front. Like, it was a, it was a crack and pace sort of thing. It's mere mortal pace, you know. The, the rest of the field's all pretty pretty closely, like, bunched pace-wise, and it's a fast 100%. pace as it is. Is it like, it's Yeah, you've done, like, low 17s, haven't you? Oh, late 17s, yeah. Oh, 17s. Good pace. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think the, the best thing about the club as well mm. is it's not stagnant. Like, you look at the times three years ago for what would have been a, a top three for Formula One. Yes. Would now get you a top 15. Correct. Like, the yeah. pr- progress yep. and everyone makes it together. Like, mm. the guys I was racing against two years ago where we were all trying to crack that minute 20 mark we're now all as a group trying to crack that minute 17 mark yep. like it's yeah everyone's come leaps and bounds and i think that obviously That's the cool. bike technology's increased the suspension and the tires have increased but it's just a drive everyone as a club kind of come together and pushing each other yeah, sure. 100%. yeah and there's no animosity you know but between all the riders it's all love and everyone wants to see everyone else succeed yeah obviously you all want to win at the end of the day but it's mm. yeah it's such a nice environment to ride in it is cool club hey one in turn four <laughs> So I think it's <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it's, um, it's deteriorating. That's not like mm. it. Yeah. Um, there was a moment when Troy was chasing me oh, and yeah. I knew he was like on us in yeah. one of the races. And that's the other thing. You, no, he never 
make a mistake, would you? Like, <laughs> yeah. um, kill her, mate. Yeah, go away. Um, apparently, so my partner Madison and her mum came to watch, and apparently she was on the bridge yelling at Troy, going, <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> Get off his tail. Leave him alone. That was bad, right? <laughs> yeah. The old story um, of Mick Dillon was he could hit a 50 cent piece every time around the track. Yeah. Watching you is like that. You've got, like, you just hit your marks every time, yeah. eh? Oh, like talking about Mike Jones's um, body riding style, yep. similar. Like you're not a, a dangler. Like I'm all arms and legs and um, you know, <laughs> hanging off because I'm just trying to keep a fat tire because it crashed so much. That last year I'm just sort of like keep it up, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> you did well on turn four because like back to the initial like turn four when you yep. mentioned that. Like I was following Tristan Fruver and there was one time where it was like. I think it's just like it was starting to melt a little bit whenever yeah. it got a bit warmer. Like yes. it wasn't, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was dangerous. It was just something you needed to be mindful yeah. of. Um, and yeah, Tristan went in there and it just, yeah, his rear end kept coming around. I'm like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was because the front hit that patch and that yeah. went and then the rear came with it. And I was like, don't. Mm. Like, I'm, I hit my mark. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it, it was quite challenging on the big bike. Yeah. Um, it would have, that would have torn yeah, it. We, we were tearing yeah. it. And I think uh, on the Thursday, yeah. we saw it deteriorate during coaching and even more on the Friday. Right? Yep. Yeah. It was a very noticeable during the day progress. And during the racing, it was, because you're all so close together, coming through turn four was a bit treacherous. Mm. You see people like Ollie Bayless and a couple of the other guys were taking a slightly wider line to avoid it. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah. I was trying to tuck myself right on the apex because I perhaps don't have the the ability to be as agile as them to run the V-shaped corner. Yep. Yep. So I preferred to carry a little bit more corner pace and, and yep. get the wheels right on the, the white line for the ripple strip to try and get off. Yeah. But on the exit of the corner, I think Ben Lowe ended up with a big hole in his windscreen oh, because sorry. under yeah. under gas, all the, the big bikes are just spraying Fair that enough. gravel. Yeah. Mm. Same thing smashing us. The, yeah, our mm. helmets were chipped, our bikes got chipped. Our, That's a good point wow. on a bigger bike, actually. Like maybe us on the, in a smaller, smaller category, like you can get away with it a bit yeah. more because you're not really, I mean, our acceleration's not like you have to do something special to high side of 400. Um, whereas, yeah, I mean, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, like, it's a little bit, it's a little bit more, a little bit more common, I guess, oh, with man. the bigger bikes. But it's a, like it's an interesting corner in general because there's a few ways you can kind of attack it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like that was one thing. Like aside from that, like when I took I took my bike to triple X rated race suspension between the rounds, and that was where I was really struggling at round three. Like yeah, the transition between were. brakes yeah, yeah. to getting on the gas, like I kept losing the front. So I was like, Chris, what can we do about this? Because yep. I feel. Like the balance of a bike was good. It was just, and I was getting it a little bit in six and ten as well. But four yeah. was worse. And yeah, the problem was, um, problem was definitely fixed at that round after I took it to him. So even though we had that little bit of a, uh, whatever you call it, track de evolution, perhaps, um, it was still it's a nice like, word. Yeah, it was still like overall, it felt quite good to me because I wasn't so nervous going in there anymore because yeah. that problem had been fixed. Yeah, yeah, that was a. Yeah, that was good fun going through there. The sidecars were, um, the turner's got a hole in their fairings from us spitting up. Yeah. Anything with big power is just destroying it. But sure. the, the tracks, always, the guys who look after the track and the um, the car club, they they always get onto it. Quickly, oh, yeah, they're mindful good. of it. They're, yeah, they're, sure. they're, they're always good with fixing that. It's just, got first time being hot. Yeah. Uh, it is hot. No. Yeah, it was, a, it was Sunday. It was a hot day. Sweat bombs. Well, I think yeah. it's also really important to, to mention for sporties themselves, the the clubs, so Paul and Peter Black and all of the team and Greg, uh, they're all professional um, race technicians, right? They're, they're oh, yeah, very so, experienced yeah. at this. Yeah. And I had a chat with them during the day on Saturday, Paul and Greg, and they 
they go out there and inspect it. Oh, you probably saw the safety car come around almost yeah. at the end of yeah. every race mm. because they were on it. Like they, they won't let racing occur if there's something dangerous. No. Yeah. So whilst there was a bit of gravel coming up, they were out there sweeping and blowing it after every round. So it's great to know that even with devolving conditions, mm. that the club are really there to take care of us. For and sure. I think yes. we're very, very yeah. lucky to have such professional, high-end people who look after things such as MotoGP, yep. making sure that we're safe to race. And we know that when we get out there, we can we can give it some because you know, sure. the track's well looked yeah. after and the people well look said. after us. Yeah, well really said. well said. Yeah, yeah. that's hundred percent. And you know, like we mentioned before, Paul's a smart cookie, and not much is going to get past past that, you know. So, yeah, clubs clubs good for that. Yeah, yeah, we're very lucky. Very lucky. It's cool. Sidecars. Yeah, well done. <laughs> 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 look at him grin. Look at that. Yeah. Well done, mate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah um, that was a, a really big year. Uh, Dan, who we've talked about a lot, the the guy I ride for uh, and, or swing for. Um, yeah, he rides his his outfit. Uh, he's a legend of a bloke, a good mate. I've only I started sidecars last year. Jumped straight on with Dan. He's well known for being a lunatic on the bars in a safe way, like you know not. This he is he is a competitive, competitive man uh, on the racetrack, and uh, he you know as we know I got tossed in my first race, and we ran twenty eights, which is a highly competitive time in my first race, and uh, jumped back on, and um, haven't looked back since. It's uh, we we won the Queensland titles, which he's been chasing for years, and we won the Southern Downs. We managed to pick up second in the. Um, the Aussie titles and well done yeah. oh, man mm. it's just my all I wanted for this year like I'm you know relatively young I've Dan's retiring at the end of the year and uh, selling the outfit and regardless of whether we won or not um, and all I gave a hoot about was Dan getting getting out what he's put in yep. and he has and thanks heaps mate for the last uh, couple of years it's been sick I've had so much fun, um, so much fun. And uh, thanks to Tony, uh, Tony Hughes, who works on the motors. Um, we destroyed a, a very powerful motor that Dan had put a lot of m money into last round. And um, his brother Scott very kindly ended up buying a motor for us um, to, to chuck in uh, he, they're, they're, he from Absolute Waterproofing. Um, and... Uh, we got it together and it was a bog stock K1. It, we're down about 40, 50 horsepower and uh, Dan and I just said, bring your, bring your set in a, in a wheelbarrow and let's go hard. Um, can can and, we talk about that last race of the day? Yeah, yeah, go nuts. Yeah. The, the, the plan was, um, <laughs> Dan, all we had to do was finish the race. <laughs> this is, this, so this sums up Dan in a nutshell. All we had to do was finish the race and we took out both championships. Was uh, that, that the one for Pitboard when you asked her? Was no, that, that, that was, was the, the one okay, before. Yeah. Dan was like, there's too many numbers, I couldn't read it. <laughs> 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 um, we were like 15 seconds in front yeah. and, and he just kept pinned. <laughs> like, like, he's not slowing, he's down, not slowing down at all. But uh, there's this, the last race, all we had to do was finish. We This motor, like we gave it a big clean up and service and made sure it was like very tidy but it was just, we just didn't want to break it. And so Dan said, look, tell your mates, 
I'm going out there and I'm just going to kick it sideways in every corner and load it up <laughs> and we're just going to show off and, like, you know, we're not going to win but, like, you know, we'll put on a show. And he's like, you know, we just have to finish so I'm just going to, you know, be a bit of a, a, bit of a hoon. Got an amazing start and he was on. Like, he just <laughs> kept it... Oh, I swore. He just kept it <laughs> pinned. Like, we cut some quick laps. Like, he was just at war with nobody. <laughs> like, like, risking the championship. <laughs> it was so much fun. And we ended up with, in a really good bat- battle with the Turners. Yep. Um, yeah, what did it look like from up top? Mate, it's unreal. Just yeah. watching that, I'm like, uh... I didn't think you were going out this quick. You know, I thought it was going to be a fun session. And it was on. Like, you yeah. know, you're delivering mail, you know. So, yeah. And, um, you know, as you said, you're down a bit on horsepower. But coming into four, four, five, six, f- fast. So, yeah. Neil, Neil and Danyan, um, they uh, luckily we're on some good ties. Buddha from uh, Wynnum Haulage has been helping us out all year. So, thanks, Buddha. So, that makes a huge difference because this chassis compared to the LCRs, Neil would pull away a lot, yeah. uh, and kudos to his riding as well. But then we, Dan would have we overtook on the outside of nine at <laughs> full noise, which is terrifying as a passenger, like because you can't you're just committed, yeah. And because Dan was that much quicker, and Neil said the whole chassis you can see it flexing. <laughs> Like, it's just going, that bike's not supposed to go that fast, like, oh, at man. all. Like, it's an old backyard built, like, you know, made, designed off a few other things specific with, like, bits of LCR, and but it's 25 or 30, however old it is. It's a weapon of a thing, but Dan just manhandles it, like, just wrestles this thing, and apparently the whole chassis is going, ah, and he's full lock sideways through nine going around, and then sideways into, actually, Neil straightened us up, thanks, mate, because we hit into 10, because we're a full sideways, oh. and then he just straightened us up, and then, ugh, fun. So much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just adrenaline central. It's oh, so good. Wow. But, yeah, thanks, Dan. Um, yeah, he's going to be missed at the racetrack. Uh, he, he's a, a, he's really great for the sport. He's a shy guy. Like, you won't see him on stuff like this, but um, he, he's great for the sport and uh, an animal of a competitor. Yep. Uh, so yes. thanks heaps. Thanks for the great two years and champions. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Well Thank done. Cheers. Yeah, good to see. Yeah, thanks, mate. It was, it was too good. All right, let's touch on some of the other classes then. Obviously, let's uh, start with F2. Uh, John Littrich took the win. Uh, Mitch Coon, second. Yep. yep. And then who was it third? Lockie Sewa. Correct. Yeah, very cool. How was the racing for that, you reckon? Uh, yeah, very Did good. Did you get to watch it? Yep. Um, there was definitely standout... Um, uh, Johnny Littrus and uh, over the course of the year, Johnny Littrus and Mitch Coon. Yeah. Uh, there was the the late entry of um, Thomas Brown, who we mentioned, alluded to a lot in our racing in the 400s. Um, he stepped up on the Chicks uh, 600 um, and was instantly up there straight yeah. into 18s that was impressive because yeah. it's a bit of a step up from from that like i guess when you're on a junior bikes to the 600 and i guess for him to initially go bam like that was pretty cool um it just shows and like 
I guess, for the talent that he is. And then, like, he does a lot away from the track as well. And I feel like that's really starting to mm. shine through. Because yep. the amount of riding he does compared to, to some of the other people, his age isn't all that high. But instantly, whatever it's, no. whether it's a 600, an F2, or yep. in, in a different category, like, he's always banged straight on the speed. And I think that's credit to... He's got a great influence around him and uh, the work that he does put in away from the track has shows when he can just go instantly be on the pace. Because he did back-to-back too, didn't he? Session yeah. after session. Yeah, no Insane. break, in, no break, no break in, between. in between. It was just no. like jump from this bike straight onto the next bike. Yeah. Onto a stock on 600 pace. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, yeah, no suspension or anything, nope. I believe, eh? Completely no. stopped. And that yep. basically is the limit that you could take that bike very close to. He reckons he's got a little bit more in there, but that is about as quick as you can take that bike yep. without changing suspension before it becomes dangerous. Isn't it cool for a street punter, right, to say, like, apart from having track, like, fairings and that on it, that's what you can do on that bike. Yep. Yeah. Like, pretty much. Chuck some slicks on it or, you know, set of super courses or whatever it may be yeah. and go like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. 18s? 18s. And yep. you can see the, the quick uh, guys and girls come out. You know they're on. If they're coming out of 12 and the arc continues. So instead of going up, over, down, mm. around, it's just this like the whole way up over and then they sort of pull it back and you're like, because there's no time, they're going that quick, there's no time for it to really be a straight. They yeah. just like turn it around and slam it down. And he was on that yep. within like three laps. <laughs> it was like, yeah. So had he, had he done any time on that? One day. Yeah, that was quite, it. Quite minimal beforehand. Yeah, yeah, a few and a few sessions. Not a. He didn't do a day. He did a few sessions. Wow. He was juggling between the, the small bike and the yeah. six hundred. Yeah. 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 Um, before I, I did want to read a quote that I don't know whether his dad wrote it or where he took it from, but um, I want to talk about Lockie Sayward quickly after that. But uh, Stuart Brown, his father, they're a really nice family from out at Toowoomba. Um, but uh, he, he had a really nice proud mo- proud father moment um, and after Tom did some pretty amazing things on uh, uh, on the on the 300 he's got the R3 he put this up and I just want to read it um, because I think it's pretty cool if you want to become good at something practice then practice more for years devote yourself to it live it and breathe it study it learn from others who are good at it don't expect to win be humble when you win be graceful in defeat. Enjoy the good times. Enjoy the bad times also, but learn from them. You can always learn more. Make friends along the way. I think that says heaps about that family and how Tom became who he is. And I think it's really cool. Yeah, see, you can see where a character's coming from, hey? Yeah. When you when you get something like that written out, you know, it's it's uh, forming from that, isn't it? 100%. Definitely. I think uh, that whole family, I, I owe them a lot this year as well. Yep. Uh, I had a big accident at the end of last year and I sold all my bikes and thought there was going to be a very long road to recovery and I'd probably take the year off. But um, Stuart gave me a call and said, well, we want to see you continue coaching. So uh, he got elite motorcycles and he, he rounded up Yamaha to come to the party. Very and cool. They, yeah, put together the R1 for me for this year. So really, really blessed that he wants to support not only myself but the club as well to make sure there's another coach out there in, in that race group to to make sure there's enough people through the door yeah. um, to support the club. And, yeah, he really put his his business where his mouth is as well and yeah. supported the community that way. So I'm really grateful to Stuart. And like you say, I think the family is, is everything when it comes to a rider. Like you can have a talented rider, but without the support and that yeah. 
progress to develop you as a beautiful human being. And I think Tom yeah. is in such a great position because Stuart's such a, a beautiful human to be able to develop Tom is it really shows in his writing mm. and his conduct on and off the track. Yeah, well said. There's a there's a when you can see the love show through, uh, and like genuine care, it uh, makes a difference. Mm. Definitely. Um, and just quickly on the 600s, Lockie. I wanted to mention Lockie Sayward, so I'm doing the tap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Lockie, if you look at that list of riders, um, you know, who we just mentioned, Johnny Littress, Absolute Weapon, Mitch Coon, Gun Rider, Tom Brown, like although it was his first time in the 600, like top level yep. racer, mm-hmm. like he's with lots of experience. Lockie's new to this um, and he's been working with the uh, like the coaching crew uh, attentively he's been chipping away at his times uh, if he's crashed it might have been once like he's just a very methodical learner um, uh, and he, he ended up coming third in Queensland and uh, I'm pretty sure hopefully I haven't got that wrong but I think he came third in Queensland and uh, dropped into 19s on his 600 and he's just been such a, a like a pleasure to have at the track, um, uh, an asset to the club, uh, and uh, yeah, it's just been awesome. So well done, Lockie. Uh, great year and great riding. Well That's done. Awesome, mate. Yeah. You you mentioned it just there, Tristan, but um, obviously you do your coaching, Kyle. ART. Tell us a bit about that as well. What goes on there? I think um, we again really really lucky with the motorcycle sportsman of Queensland to have advanced rider training ART um, along for the journey. Uh, obviously, they're much more than just a, a tyre shop and a coaching shop. So Dave Fuller, who runs that, he runs a track like a family. Mm. And if anyone ever gets yeah. the chance to come along to a Thursday before the race meet, I know it turns it into a lot of riding, but it's just sensational. Like the, the community, the, the effort that Dave puts in to running a sensational weekend is unreal. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and he's yeah. he builds himself with really good people. Obviously, I'm the exclusion there. But yeah, <laughs> obviously, he, he's got such a great team. And uh, Yoshi, who partners with Dave, so he's yeah. got a job with North Star Yamaha. So Michael Edwards lets him come and and takes some time off to come and work for Dave Fuller. And Yoshi again is so much more than just a tire changer. I think this weekend it was really noted that. Um, Everyone who was having a successful weekend and had a couple of issues was shouting out to Yoshi to say thank you because mm. he runs through the pits. He's fixing people's suspension. Changing chains. Yeah, for chains. Yeah, yeah, for Muppets, yeah, he keeps spinning chains. Yeah, he's changed my chain for me. Oh, he never stops. He, he never he stops. He's a legend. He does. Yeah. He's an absolute legend. Yeah. And then to all the coaching team as well. I mean, there's a, a whole team who can make the Thursdays who unfortunately can't make the Fridays and the weekends because they've got their lives and their family commitments. Yeah. But the, the coaching team on Thursday that Dave's put together has something for everyone. You know, if you're if you're doing two minutes around there and you want someone to come and spend the day with you, yep. that's there. Um, yep. And if you're doing minute 20s and trying to get into the teens, there's there's people there for that too and everything in between. Mm. Um, there's no egos. There's no, you know, sense of rivalry. It's a rising tide lifts all boats in the harbour. So everyone's there to, to help. And I think just, you know, Dave's pioneership is obviously racecraft over the last three decades where he's mm, he's yep. rode for factory riders and factory teams and been really really successful all the way through to now looking after the motorcycle sportsman yep. of queensland i think we're yep. just so blessed to have him and his, yeah. his family here troy you would have been on the scene for you like the whole way through your race yeah career, I, was, for sure. I was gonna say i've still got a poster of diva on my room he signed it for me when i was about <laughs> when i was yeah, about yeah. i think mean, 12 or 13 years yeah. and it's got was it in black and white yeah no, no, it's got it's got written in white see ya like your signature yeah, yeah, see yeah, ya yeah. troy and um yeah. 
No, he's an absolute legend, isn't yeah. he? Like, he's been around for and quite some time. And still so quick. Oh, he oh, goes, yeah. like, he's not on the 300. Like, I remember coming by and I look, I look behind out of turn three and he's coming around the outside of me tapping his dogtail, like, cheaply yeah. having a bit of fun. And, um, <laughs> no, it's awesome. And I guess going back on what you said, Kyle, with, like, how the Thursdays are so accommodative to, like, whatever speed you really are. And that's another great thing with the sporties is a transition to the race weekend because you've yeah. got your coaching day on your Thursdays. Yeah. And then, like, it leads into your track day, leads into your racing. Like, it's a really good sort of progressive four days. And you don't have to, like you said, commit to the four days to begin with. But, like, mm. you can essentially bring whatever to your to your coaching day. Give that a go. And then you've got the track day to progress. And then yep. you've got your first race free deal if you do the track day and you get to go racing. So it's it's a pretty cool setup that sets it apart, I think, with club, for sure. On that first race free, how many first-time races did we have? Oh, this? That was six, packed yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, it was packed in both the 300 class, the clubman, so mm. a whole bunch there, Kiara, Judith. Um, who else had their first? Oh, Steve Anderson. Um, there, there was heaps. Like that when Paul at Riders Brief said, any first races, first-time oh, races? Could you, field, could you yeah. hang behind? Yeah. There was this gang of, yeah, it was wild. It's so, a huge testament to the work that both you and Troy do, you know, both Agreed. of you, the, the social media presence, the personality that you bring with you to the race weekends um, and the, the environment that you build, I think it's just so fostering because obviously you're both very talented riders, but you, you're also very accommodating, which I think is rare as well, you know, as you get towards the pointy end of the field, you tend to be a bit insular and looking after mm. yourself and the riders around you. But the fact that you've got such big hearts and open your arms really encourages people to come along. And as a coach, just watching people come and be like, oh, yeah, I'm here because, you know, <laughs> Troy and Tristan told me that I could pit with them for the weekend and learn is sensational. And it gives us, you know, a lot of fun to work with new people because obviously they make the most progress the quickest. And, yeah, but, yeah, bring bring your Harley Davidson, bring your adventure bike, bring anything to the, the rider training on Thursday. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. I've seen a gold I've seen a gold wing there before, and it was proper, like, well, oh. I don't remember the gentleman's name who was riding, but he was shredding. Like, I hope he had was, music playing. Yeah. Oh, was, that'd be sick. <laughs> it was pretty cool. It's amazing what you um, can do on some of those bikes. Yeah. Like, Oh, mate, yeah, no, no kidding. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're getting around. And it's, it's growing, which mm. I love, which is cool. Like if, you have a look at that bag of racing league in the States. Oh, that would be so <laughs> fun. We were talking oh, yeah. about that earlier. Yeah, yeah it's, it it's insane. It like, you know, like that's the thing. Like, it's amazing. You know, we all look at the super bikes and stuff, but it's amazing what you can do on other bikes, you know, which is pretty cool. We need to insert that photo of um, the guy dragging elbow on the oh. bag. Oh, that's Kyle Wyman. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. Insert that here. Yeah. yeah that's cool. The. Um, but it, it, it was really cool to see um, so many first-time races, and I mm. suppose that brings us into uh, also up in that pit. Thanks to everyone who comes along and supports us. I just want to yeah. give um, my godmother Vera a shout-out. Thanks, Vera. She's been there at every race meet, feeding everyone because I'm stingy oh, and awesome. I yeah. follow my meal prep when I'm racing and have a strict thing so she gets to feed everyone else and everyone oh. comes and eats so thanks Vera cheers <laughs> um, yeah helps make the first time races feel really welcome as well mm. she always brings food for them which is cute and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really nice uh, so yeah it, it's cool um, but with the first time races and anyone being able to ride anything yep uh, that's sort of the metronome event. That's what leads us into now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's the Endurance Weekend coming up, uh, the Enduro event on the 4th to the, including 4th being the coaching day with yep. ART, 5th track day, 6th, 7th, I'm pretty sure that's bang on, uh, is the Endurance Racing event. Yep. 
Uh, within that, is you can uh, sign up for, you don't have to do the endurance event, which is a competitive race. Uh, the metronome is a non-competitive event, $125 for one day, $200 for two, if you want to do Saturday, Sunday. Uh, you'll get, I believe, like, it's five or six sessions. So a full track day because um, you'll go enduro practice, enduro practice, metronome, enduro practice, enduro practice, metronome. So every three, like, you get so much track time for yep. the metronome um, and you don't need to be on a race bike. It can be a road bike. Um, you don't You don't have to be super fast. The idea of it is to set the best average lap time so um, last year I did pretty well in it. I just went out, I dropped my pace back, hit every marker, and like I think I ran one minute thirties, and I just went around and around, and all my laps after like ten laps or whatever within point two or point three of each other, uh, and that's the aim. So you can do two minutes, but if you do all two minutes flat, winner winner, yep. chicken dinner. Yeah, <laughs> the aim is to be smooth and consistent, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. It is, and it's fun. And it'll, if you're new to the track, it'll get you familiar. Um, but it's bang for your buck. A track day is normally a couple of hundred bucks. You do the metronome for one day, 125, bulk track time, and then yep. you get to mingle with the races, see what it's like. Um, awesome event. Awesome. Endurance. We'll, we'll gradually wrap this up, but let's talk yeah. about the endurance race. You guys are teaming up. Is that definite? That's one hundred percent. Yeah, cool. Um, Tristan not... was already carrying the team with me on his shoulders. And um, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that pick yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there was a lot of trust going on there. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did well. First yeah. trust test of the weekend done. Yeah, yeah, sorted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ken Scott, we're good. How fast can you run? Like, who's going to start it? Like, do we need yeah. to have a running race? To have see you seen who's my gonna... knee? Oh yeah, true. All right. <laughs> don't, don't, do the, don't do this to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you, but uh, yeah, we're teaming up. Yeah, um, it'll be pretty cool, I think. And like, I guess starting with that, the production category or yep. production four hundred, like. It's going to be pretty good. Like, there's going to be a couple of pretty competitive teams in there. But oh, I geez, think yeah. from the, like a numbers point of view, like if the round one was anything to go by, yep. I think there's a lot of people in that clubman class as well. We're going to make some pretty solid teams, and I think yeah. it's going to be really good. Like it's yep. going to be awesome. I'd say yeah, like two and a half hours. Strategy's definitely going to come into it. Yeah, they've um, extended it, especially by half no, an hour. especially in November. Pretty yeah. warm time, you know. The strategy will be a, a big part, I think. Absolutely, yeah. that's another factor to mm. consider. And then, like, yeah, I mean, hydration like and yeah. nutrition and the whole—it's it, a multifaceted event, which you is your so cheese boards. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, Vera, thank Vera. <laughs> my favourite sponsor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you doing it, Kyle? Yeah, definitely. Yep. Do you know who, Formula One? Who are you teaming up with? Uh, Albert Baker. So I teamed yep. up with him in the first round as well. And yeah, uh, good work. Um, yeah. Then we come fourth with uh, with a couple. Accidents in there, and I won't say who crashed Albert, but uh, <laughs> 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 oh, the bus just steamrolled straight on over. But no, to, to his testament, you know, he's he's such a, a robust, fit guy that he just picks mm. this R one up like it's nothing, jumps back on it, comes into pits, and gets yeah. us out there. So, I've, and it's such a great environment in the pits for the enduro. Mm, cool. Oh, yeah, it's, it's cool. so much fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely love it. And that Le Mans start yeah, where you hold the bike, it's a cracker. Yep. And it's fun watching. So you get some people. Kev Pelgrave did the quickest start I've ever seen in the first one I did. He ran, jumped on, and went, 
Like, and it was, it was off. He just went bang, like coordination out of control. Meanwhile, midway across, somebody sort of shoots across the paddock. And <laughs> then you're like, oh, Lord. Sort of like Cole leaving the shop that year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sorry, mate. Like, I heard you throw oh. someone on the bus before. Oh, it's my time. <laughs> but, um, no, it's great. That happens. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be good, eh? Three, yep. three, yeah, three weekends out. Feels like there's a lot of racing at the moment. We've sort of packed a lot in, you know, which has been good. Yeah, it's been really good, and that's uh, it. Could be, I'm uncertain yet, so it could be my last event. Um, for hopefully it's not, but it could be for quite some time. Um, so I'm gonna cram as much riding as I can into one weekend as possible in normal me style. See how we go. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, we may have some plans to announce soon. We'll see how we go. So there we go. Yeah. Are, are yeah. you whispering on purpose? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mysterious Tristan. Because yeah. okay. no one could actually hear that, mate. Good, 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 good. We'll leave that part out. <laughs> uh, have, we, um, have we got anything else to touch on? Uh, I'd, personally, I'd just like to thank everyone who's supported us this year. Uh, yep. It's been uh, – I've had more fun – Apart from the results, which I was very lucky, uh, or um, hard work paid off and got uh, results in three out of the four championships. Um, but thank you to everyone who supported us, all the businesses. Um, I'll, I'll make sure to you know do the best I can for you. I always strive to, but you guys have helped me out so much. Um, and I just hope that this great sport keeps growing. I love it so much. And, um, yeah, the, those who support us, uh, allow us to help growing this sport so thank you very much um, to all involved it's greatly appreciated can we just yeah, mention one, one other thing too to add to it like Cole was saying about what years are doing for the sport to get people in as well we're supposed to be doing a mountain bike today day tomorrow to get juniors in which is the second one those sorts of things the value that's added to a club to do that is insane it's so good to see it and obviously we're going to do it later on yeah, yeah, you know, it'll, it'll happen, but um, yeah, that sort of thing that you've both done, unreal. So yeah, thanks. Yeah, for, Troy and I have spoken in. about this, and our favourite thing about that is um, like Q Performance put these on, like you know, yeah. chatted to Ben about it, and he was all on board, so he's yep. happy to support. They're, they're awesome, but Troy and I get such a huge kick out of seeing the kids all just laughing and having a sick time and being kids. Yeah, like they'll all just wheelie the whole time and muck around and. It's nice. It's it, fo- it fosters a sense of teamwork that sometimes you don't get no. in an individual sport. Um, let's everyone know that we're all part of the same club. Uh, we all want to see the kids grow. We want to see them laugh and be kids and have a good time. And it's invaluable. So it puts yeah. them in a different environment too. Yeah, you know they're amongst yeah. you know what what I call respectable adults too. Like you guys are super respectable and responsible and they're amongst that and you can see it in them as well when they're out there and I was fortunate enough obviously to go on the last one yep. and uh, it's it's insane to see how they go So and we just yeah. get to be kids again yeah get to go sick. mountain biking yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The, sec- the second best sport in the world apart from motorcycle racing we get to go mountain biking you ever so. played um, no, I was going to say curling really sweet but never mind go on it's, uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's really cool though yeah. like I mean it's funny because like feel I'm still only 23 but riding with like those guys makes me feel 15 again it's like yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. really good and like I'd just like to say a big thank you to the Sporties Club for giving me the opportunity to yeah. be the, the club pilot this year um, it's brought me back to a sport that I absolutely love and like I knew I really missed it but I guess having a first race back 
after however long it was, three or four years, it's like, you know, like how did I live without this for so long? So I'm, I'm super grateful for every single person that put in. And there's too many people to actually list that have supported this club pilot program. Having Tristan as a mentor has been great. I've learned so much from him. And I'm truly going to miss having him around. Even will miss the smell of his farts, and that's saying something. Yeah, it's like them in the oil. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a lot of like local businesses, like Steve and Michelle from Alley Tech, Michael Edwards from North Star. You know, Tristan from Belletta Imports, Jason from Race DNA. There's really too many people, probably too list that have really put in a lot of time and effort yeah. to make this possible. And yep. All I can really say is thank you so much for what an incredible opportunity that it was. Yeah. Been good to run a season. It's been unreal, you know? Yeah. Kyle, anything, mate? No, just thank you for having me on. It's been great cool. to be able to come here and talk about how great Sporties is and how great advanced rider training is. I know um, Troy and Tristan and yourself wave the flag pretty heavily, but it's, mm. yeah, it's been a pleasure to come and chat and talk about motorbikes, which is my, my favorite thing to do. Yeah, oh, motorbikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Knew the gun but, show um, was coming at some yeah, point. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you, do, you do a bit, Kyle, don't you, actually help with the sport? Like, I've seen some of the websites that you did for Dick the Track, for example. Yeah, yeah. And, um, like, that's that's pretty cool stuff as well. Like, you like you give back from the coaching point of view, but it's cool to see that you can actually use your business to help make an impact within the industry yeah, as well. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, it's unfair to say addicted to Track because they're paying customer. Yes, um, okay. But, uh, you know... They're, Mark McGregor is such a great guy for the mm. sport, does so much for everyone. So obviously we try and look after everyone. But yep. yeah, I think I'm really lucky to have a resource like Best Ev yeah. where we can and we can do sponsorships and trophies and sort of sponsor um, some of the uh, officials and try and give back to them as well. Yep. So I'm really blessed to be in that position and uh, also have a have a club that doesn't mind me coming along and talking smack and oh, tolerates me being a slow rider. It's great. <laughs> Seven needs is a slow rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nah, actually, just sorry, I might touch on one one, yeah. one last thing here quickly. I'd just like to give a special mention to to Gary Dolphin from RBM Racing at G-Bung. He actually supplied the Pirelli tyres that I used at the last round. So it was very generous of him mm. to do that. And um, a good friend of his, Brian Wood, has been very, very instrumental in helping the club pilot program he this has. year grow. Thanks, so Brian. I feel like that deserves a mention as well. Sure. Like he's had a lot of experience racing in a lot of countries and to be able to have someone in the program that we both can relate to has been really, really instrumental to us grow. 100%. I think that pretty much wraps us up for, for this. This was supposed to, well, it is a four-part thing. This yeah. is part four, obviously. Um, I'd like to come back after the Enduro if you guys are keen as well and just yeah. have, have like a wrap up and talk about the Enduro because I think that's um, it's a hugely important event for the club oh, yeah. and uh, I think we you know if I you guys agree to it we should do that as well but yeah. uh, this I guess wraps up the normal season sort of stuff so yeah. Thanks, for, like all you guys that have come in over the over the rounds. It's been awesome to sort of sit here and learn from you as well. It's been fun, man. Um, yeah. We've had a good time with it, yeah. and uh, hopefully we get to do it next year in some form or way. Mm. And um, yeah, genuinely, thank you so much for coming in, and everyone that, that has taken the time to listen to it too. So um, yeah, yeah cheers, cheers, Mick. Thanks yeah, very much, thanks, Mick. Legends. Cool. Thanks for having us, Mick. No worries. On that note, we're going to leave it right there. Thank you to everyone that's been listening to the Southern Down Showdown presented by Motorcycle Sportsman Queensland. A big thank you must go to Gasoline Alley Harley-Davidson for providing us the studio space to uh, record this show in. And once again, a big thank you to the Motorcycle Sportsman and all the supporters, volunteers and officials that uh, make racing possible in Queensland.